So I spend a lot of time talking to my clients and my teenage daughters about how to avoid making mistakes. But the truth is I love mistakes because it's a lot easier to learn from our mistakes than it is from our successes. In this imperfect year of 2020, I thought it would be appropriate to lead you through a few questions and share my own stories of my mistakes in 2020. Oh, and a bonus, I'll throw in a prompt at the end to help you celebrate your wins as well, because we're all about honoring it all around here. You're listening to The Brave Yes, the show where we explore the many brave yeses ambitious women must make in order to show up in this world more fully as you. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a coach for women who are ready to dig out from the rubble of shoulds, busyness, expectations, and to start being you without apology. So, No one really wants to fail at things. Not me, definitely not me. But in order to live more authentically, we have to be more vulnerable and show up in a new way with those we love and the world. Today's permission slip is all about encouraging you to take imperfect action and celebrate your mistakes. I hope today's episode gives you the permission you need to see your mistakes as something that isn't inherently wrong with you, but just a part of the human experience. I hope you get inspired to take imperfect action in 2021, and I hope you will grab onto my brand new Rise Stronger in 2021 challenge that I'm going to tell you more about at the end. So welcome, hello, and how is it with your soul right now? That's a question that the great Howard Thurman has introduced and and has come up in his writings in the past. And I spent some time centering down, as he has also said, and it was beautiful this past weekend. In recent years, I have found myself experiencing more and more chronic illness and aging woes that completely freak out my inner anxiety. So centering down to focus deeply on my spiritual well-being this past weekend was so called for. I believe that we all must be taking imperfect action in our lives for greater well-being to reach our dreams and our professional goals. Perhaps for you, you need to be doing this as well. Maybe a mistake that you've made this year is not taking enough time to tend to your well-being. So this episode is talking about celebrating our mistakes And I make mistakes every day. I have never been one to hold up the perfectionistic standard, though some might say that I uh, come off as being the perfect mom or the perfect working mom. 
However, if you've ever worked with me, if you've ever been in any, any workshops, webinars, you will know that I am the first to admit where I fall short. Because I am only human. I am only human just like you. And so when I talk today uh, about this brave yes, being vulnerable about our mistakes, this is exactly what Brene Brown is talking about when she talks about vulnerability. It is not easy to say we messed up. And I'll be honest, I don't say it that often. <laughs> maybe because I don't need to, but also maybe because I don't want to. But today I'm getting vulnerable. I'm sharing the mistakes that I made, but I'm also going to tell you what celebrations I can take from that mistake that I made. Because I think that if we don't look back at where we went wrong, it's really hard to grow and change and move forward in the future. And I think 2020 is the perfect year to learn from our mistakes because it was the year that everything just crashed and burned. And so why not take this as an opportunity to really look at how we performed in our lives whether it be socially or in our families or through our self-care or through our work, where did we mess up and what can we learn from those mistakes? Part of being a resilient woman and authentic is having perspective on our mistakes on the things that we do that we don't get right. Part of our journey as authentic women, ambitious women, is taking that imperfect action. And sometimes imperfect action results in failures. I hate to say the F word, but that is exactly what I needed to, to say in that moment. I am someone, if you ever get into a conversation and I tell you that things are hard, I will almost always follow it up with, I don't fail at things. <laughs> I just don't. Because I keep trying until I get it right. And that is resilience. So I want to share my three big mistakes this year. And I'm going to just kind of set it up with each of the, the wins that came from every single mistake. Now, I'm only gonna share three of my mistakes. When I really listed them out, these were the ones that seemed to be the most relevant for most of you. Um, I have other mistakes. I, I did not just make three mistakes this year. I, I make three mistakes every day, at least. Maybe more than that if you ask my teen daughters. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they will tell you many more mistakes than I am able to even list. So the first mistake that I made this year as I look back, and it didn't feel like a mistake all year long, but it certainly feels that way now. And that is pushing myself too hard. So all year long, I had a lot of energy. I had a lot of vitality. I was taking, I have been taking exceptional care of myself partly because I do this work with women, so I'm reminded of it consistently, partly because I didn't want to let up. 
I have this tendency to look back at my patterns of the past and think, okay, if I don't do this every day, I will not do it at all. And that was the story of my past. That is not the story of my current uh, and present moment. But in the things that I had started to do this year, I really wanted to keep them going and I didn't want to let up. So one of, so let me tell you the win here. The, the, the win is I established some amazing personal habits that I am just so proud of, so proud of. And I'm very happy that I made that happen for myself. And so by when I say I, I was pushing myself too hard, I think I could have eased up. I think I could have let myself relax and just do nothing and maybe even be a little lazy. <laughs> lazy is a really triggered word around my house. It's not something that, you know, we like to use and it's, it doesn't feel good when we say it. But I want to explain it that way because it's not that I wanted to be, it's not that I was afraid of being lazy. It's just that I was afraid of losing the habits that I had created. And so the win is that I, I, I was just, I had my best year. All year, I just was on fire with my energy, my positivity, my creativity, my um, ability to hold uh, space for my clients, for my kids, for my husband. I was just really able to do it all. And the result now, as I look back, is that I'm, a, I'm kind of tired. I'm pretty tired, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty tired. Um, part of that's the state of the world, but part of it says I could have just let up. And so um, I'm now looking back going, okay, yeah, you know what? I should have not pushed quite so hard. I can definitely ease up on myself on my own expectations. The, the bonus here, though, the wins, I and, and what I was so afraid to let go of in the beginning, especially of the year, is I established a daily meditation practice. And by summer, I had established a, a daily yoga, home, a home yoga practice. And by October, I had established, finally, after really not sure how to fit it all in, a, a daily writing practice. So all three of those are how I wake up and start my days. And in many ways, it would be lovely for me to tell you that, you know, from this year, I would like to learn to maybe just sleep in or maybe just relax. But the truth is, is that I know that if I let it, uh, if I let up on it, I'll lose the habits. And having the habits, um, having these particular habits is what keeps me um, grounded, um, happy, joyful, and able to hold space for everyone else. So the promise that I'm now making to myself is to give myself a break in the evenings. Yes, I get up, I work hard all morning, all day, but I can relax in the evenings. And so just having this awareness of, okay, you know, I did push a little too hard and it's okay to relax has allowed me to have the perspective, okay, you know, I don't, I'm not willing to sacrifice what I started and created, but I am willing to create that space of what I need elsewhere in my day. So that was my one big mistake. My next big mistake was 
is a big one. Um, and again, didn't really see it all year un- until more in this past month, but not having clear enough boundaries around myself and my work and how I give of myself to others. Because I am a solitude obsessed woman, who I am someone who needs large amounts of solitude to make a bigger impact in the world and in my life because I'm a creative, because I'm a writer, because I'm a thinker and, a, and I'm a big thinker, uh, I need lots of space to, and time to think, to process, to do my work and to do my writing. And so there were many times this year looking back where I I had leaky boundaries where I was allowing others to kind of seep into my work time, my social time, my solitude time. And I realized that that was a huge mistake for me because now here we are at the year, you know, at the end of the year and I'm looking back going, yeah, you know what? I, I was kind of, I felt like a little bit of a pushover in a few scenarios Um, even though, you know, I was home, (laughs) I was home. These were boundaries that were more in the form of, you know, online, um, crossing of boundaries. And so the win here is already so apparent that I'm already going into the new year with more systems, more rituals, more ability to stand up for myself and say, you know what, this is a boundary for me and you're crossing it. And thank you for understanding that this is my time that I am going to be writing. And thank you for understanding that this is my time to spend on myself. And thank you for understanding that this is my time to be with my friend um, or to talk to my friends or to, you know, to do the things that I need to do. And I'm not just talking about my family. Um, My family is pretty good at honoring my boundaries. Um, there There are many people that we cross paths with who don't know our boundaries. And so, you know, the big lesson and celebration is that I am finally learning to find my voice in these boundaries, in setting them and maintaining them and voicing them. So that was a big mistake that I'm learning from, learning from, that's what we're trying to do here, learning from our mistakes And then finally, uh, another big mistake, and this is a huge one for me, is that I didn't realize I had hit my own capacity in what I could do in my work. This year um, was the eighth year of my beautiful membership community where we have had women all over the world gather, um, and I have created workbook after workbook over 80 I think over 85 workbooks over these last eight years. And at some point this year in 2020, I hit a capacity limit of what I was able to do, partly just in creative burnout, um, but mainly in being on and serving others. Some of that is probably just 2020 burnout, but also Eight years is a long time to hold space for a group 24-7. And I know that by the end, I was not being my best self. I was not 
I was not offering the best products. I was really almost at that point so tired that I couldn't even see straight. Not tired of what I do, but tired of how I was doing it. And my big mistake was not seeing it before it was too late. Um, now, I have since decided to close the membership. So I did, I was able to correct course. The win here is the minute that I realized that I couldn't do this part of my work anymore, a whole flood of new creative ideas came to me that just hadn't been coming to me for uh, the last couple of years. And I was so, so excited uh, that it was turning out to be that way. And so sometimes we have to let go of what's not working for us, for our joy, for our energy. And we have to be willing to take that brave yes risk and try something different. And I was so afraid to try something different, even though in my heart of hearts, I knew for a very long time that I needed to try something different. Now, I loved the membership community. It was my favorite, favorite thing that I ever created until I hit that rock bottom, I'm done moment. And I didn't see the signs. Now, it was signs of burnout that I missed. And I now know those signs of my own internal burnout. And I think every woman's Signs are different and you have to be able to recognize them. Now I know them. <laughs> that is the big lesson there. But the other lesson is letting go. Letting go of something that is not working for me and not working for you and allowing that new beautiful space of something to fill it. That's where the beauty is. That's where the magic is. And that happens so often, right? If you ever... Um, you know, decluttered in your house and you, you know, get rid of space and then suddenly you like have space in a corner and you move something there. And then next thing you know, you're moving everything. And it's like you have a whole new house. You know, it's, it's like it takes one little shift to start to bring um, all of these bigger shifts into our lives. And so while I did make the mistake of, of not realizing I was burned out as soon, you know, sooner than I did, I wish, um, you know, I had made that, I wish I had had that vision a little earlier, but I'm really happy with how it turned out because I'm so excited for what is to come and I'm already building out brand new, beautiful things that are within my capacity, um, to teach, to run, to do, uh, without overextending myself. I wanted to share here, um, a couple of questions that you can ask yourself. This will help you. These questions will help you reflect on your own mistakes for the year and then hopefully find the good in them. And then I'm going to share a few of my clients fails this year. Well, I won't share their names or anything, but um, I think they'll, you can really kind of get a sense of what can really happen in, in private coaching um, in terms of making mistakes and then learning from them. So um, first question that I, first journaling prompt or thinking prompt, you don't have to journal these if you're not into journaling, is to first look back and ask yourself, okay, where did I mess up? Where could I have gone, where could I have done better? 
um, what do I wish I had not done or what do I wish that I had done sooner and just kind of reflect on, you know, a mistake or two that you made. And then once you have that list, uh, maybe it's two to three things, you ask yourself, okay, so what did that mistake or that misstep in my life do to help me? And then ask yourself what you gained from that mistake. Did you gain wisdom and knowledge, greater insight, better understanding of yourself, a new friend or a new connection, a new opportunity? What door opened? A couple of the client fails that I kind of remember from the year. I mean, we all make mistakes, right? We all mess up and, you know, tr- you know, it's all life is a series of of missteps until we we make a few good ones and then <laughs> and then we make a few bad ones and then it's just kind of like that. Uh, life is not linear. Being human is hard. Um I had a client this year, you know, part of her goal was just being more bold, taking more risks in her work. And uh so she made some calls, um, some phone calls, because she, you know, part of networking uh, was on her list of things that she wanted to do. And so she, re- making phone calls was really hard for her, but she she did. She reached out to a, um, a politician and she, you know, somebody that she really wanted to build a relationship with so that she could try to get some policy through. And as it turns out, he wasn't reelected in the election. And so, you know, the win there is that she's practicing being bold. She's practicing taking those risks. Um, obviously, that particular connection didn't work out, um, but she has the skills now to keep making those calls. I have another client who tried and failed at being a minimalist. This is one of my favorite conversations that we had all year. Um, uh, This was just so fun for me. The the thing that she said that was so beautiful was that she couldn't figure out how to be a minimalist. She kept trying and failing, trying and failing, trying and failing. And in her mind, she had this vision of what her house would look like if she was taking the best care of it. But here's the thing. She's not a minimalist. And that's what our conversation and coaching ended up coming to. She's a maximalist. So her venting and complaining about how she couldn't be the minimalist that she thought she should be ended up helping her have a greater understanding of herself, that she's a creative, she's an artist, she's a maximalist who believes in beautiful, quirky, artsy things all over her home. And so rather than trying to live into an identity that is not even hers, she's now being more authentic and real. The point here is that we make mistakes and we can learn from those mistakes. And it's so much better to focus on what we can gain rather than what we did wrong. 
rather than ruminating on where we went and made our mistakes, we can find the doors of possibility. We only have to be able to see the beauty in it all. So now, to end here today, I just want to end with one question that you can ask yourself to get to those beautiful celebrations of your year. What brought you immense joy and results? What brought you immense joy and results? It's my favorite question, and I can't wait to hear your results. Please send them to me. Tell me your mistakes, your lessons, and the joys that brought you results. So now I want to ask you to consider signing up for my brand new Rise Stronger in 2021 seven-day challenge. In this challenge, I will walk you through the six well-being strategies for being stronger and calmer in your life so you can handle all the hard things to come. Let's face it, the hard stuff doesn't go away when the virus goes away. It just changes. Being human is hard, period. The Rise Stronger in 2021 challenge is ideal if you are feeling a bit like you're spiraling into a negative downward spiral and you're ready to be lifted up. Living the Brave Yes journey begins with saying yes to you. It starts small and just like building a snowman, you gather more and more momentum as you go along. The soulfully aligned life begins with you getting in alignment with your joy, with your courage, and with your authenticity. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening.